0: Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, so. but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was changing.
1: TGC make me feel like this is my home, like I feel old, I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly and that is what CGV is, is all about. Everything we do is based on
0: the word of God. We don't manipulate it to our own benefit. We work things good and that's what we do, That's why love it. There you have it. Do have an insightful shot.
1: Glory to God. Our finest hour. Our finest hour. Isaiah 60 verse 1. 1 to 3. Isaiah 60 verse 1 to 3. It says, arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Number one, it says, arise and shine. It's a command. Arise and shine. Why? Your light has come. Glory to God. Verse 2.
0: Verse 2 says, See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, so His glory appears over you. Look at that. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn.
1: Glory to God. So He says, Arise, shine, your light has come. And God's glory Rises upon you, he says. Even though darkness covers the entire earth and gross thick darkness, the people, gross darkness, tangible darkness, the people it says, but you arise and shine because the Lord rises upon you. Verse three it says, nations will come to your rising. What is he saying there? He says, your light is the hope of the world, the light in the believer is the hope of the world. The light in the believer is the hope of the world. So this is right and shine. Why? There's light for you. It might be thick and dark out there, but there's light for you. And there's light from you. Glory to God. So it's not just, not just light for you. There's light emitting out of you. There's light from you. There's hope flowing from you to your world. So we are hope emitters. We are hope givers. We are life We are God's life to the world. So we are the hope of the world. We said last week that the church is the hope of the world. And there's nothing like the church when the church is working right. Again, the quote by Believers. The church is the hope of the world. And there's nothing like the church when the church is working right. One more time. The church is the hope of the world and there's nothing like the church when the church is working right so you are the church we is people not it's not necessarily the entire body together each one of us we are the church and we are the hope of this world you you alone you are the hope of this world you are the hope of this world you are the hero. what's waiting for you are the hope of this world No matter how dark it is out there, God says to you, "You are the light. You are the hope of this world." Glory to God. So we see right now how the world looks very fragile. We see how pale humanity is. You know, we see right now the need for supernatural. right now, you know, the world looks so pale, so fragile. everything, Everything has stopped. All the things we hyped have stopped. Even football. So, you, can't, you know, even the football we every weekend, who would have thought that something would stop the football all over Europe? Who would have thought football? Glory to God. So, I saw a picture yesterday of, of, um, of um, this popular, popular street in, in New York. Empty. Nobody was there. So, everything we have hived and, and, and held there, we are seeing how fragile everything is. Even work is stopping. So everything we are busy with, even school. So let's go back home. <laughs> so everything we... <laughs> everything. Everything we are busy with. Everything we are busy with. Everything we are busy with. I stopped. Glory to God. So we see right now, the world on its own is super fragile. There has to be meaning in, meaning in the world beyond the world itself. I'll take that again. Ask me much more about the world than this fragile humanity. This here today gone tomorrow. This humanity that can be, that can be thrown into bits by a virus. Who would have thought that in 2020, a virus will grant even over to a stop? 20, 20, not 2014. 2020, a virus will put the entire world. Who would have thought it? Not me. Except microbiologists, right? They will sit come for general people, you know. Ah, 2020. So we thought that we had we the best of science, of technology, of advancement. But look at us. So right now, where are the scientists? Where are the, where are the world leaders? Where is the wisdom that with so much hype? Where, where is the wisdom? Where is the tech? There's something much more than what the guys can say. There's more to the world than what is in the world. Amen. So why do we fight one another, you know, Iran was threatening America, America threatening Iran, China was doing its own, everybody, Why do we, everybody was being busy, you know, fighting one another, our common enemy was at work and kind of all unaware. So when we were fighting help each other, you know, to get better, fought each other. And now we see that, you know, strength is broken and the enemy get an advantage. So while we fight each other, you know, our enemies are ongoing, you know, poverty, lack, you know, sickness, sin. Oppression, okay? So this issue help us to revalute everything. What are we fighting about? Why the arguments, even in church? That one said one doctrine, said another doctrine. Right now, what is the meaning of all the arguments? Okay? So in crisis, people seek direction. They seek meaning. And they seek hope. Direction, meaning, hope. The one that can provide these three, imagine as a crisis time leader. The one that can provide these things, imagine as a crisis time leader. Guys, it's dark out there. There's tangible fear. There's tangible fear. So, people need direction. Every day on, on Twitter, very talk now. People just need leadership, a direction to follow. So see the, the, the Canadian president, like, yes, see what he said, it made sense. People just need direction, open meaning. We saw the tweet from the UAE, how they told everybody, we have everything on lockdown. Infinite, infinite supply. That's what got me. I in, said, infinite supply. It's just like I was like reading scripture. just say, when God says, I supply all your needs. Ah. Infinitely. I'm like Bible. Now, <laughs> awesome. So everybody needs, needs direction. Meaning and hope. The world needs a crisis time leader. So I want to see this. That we are the hope of the world. The world needs you. This generation needs us. The world needs you. You know, it's easy to look at you and think about think about, and say, what can little me do? What can small me do? But the world needs you. Your small fellowship online, they need you. Even when they don't know they need you, they need you. Even when they, they, they repel your tweets, they need you. Even the one fighting you for your tweet needs you. Guess what? If you tweet right, and you tweet right, and you tweet right, and many people put tweet right, it forms a mass. You know, in the hearing, at first, it looks stupid. But the more we talk about faith and hope in God, the more it spreads. You understand? So, we cannot afford right now to back out. To back down. A lot depends on you. A lot depends on you. You are the hope of generation. You are the hope of fraternity in this age. If those forever relegate our God to the background, you are the hope of this age. God will forever seek a man that will do the job. He will not come and teach hope. He won't send angels to teach faith. He needs us to be His voice in this time. Last time, while I was praying, God told me something. He said, don't pray as though you are begging me to solve the problem. You don't love them. More than I love them. You don't love the world more than I love the world. So rather pray pray that you partner with me to solve problems. So you pray not as though God is wondering us. Pray, you know, that God finds us capable and bold enough with enough guts to partner with him to solve the problem. So it is not God that is that are begging. It is God begging us that guys be available. Be available. You are the hope of this world. A lot depends on you. Glory to Jesus. So, in every generation, God, God raises crisis time leaders, people who make themselves available to God by their attitude, their faith, and their desire. Third, third generation. Not just people looking for? Personal preservation. God seeks people that will look beyond themselves and see the world out there that needs us. Amen. So God seeks people. God seeks people. You know, even when those people are not you know, powerful, not capable, not fluent, as long as their heart goes beyond themselves to see their world, God will use them. So God found Moses. And Moses felt so unworthy so unable but God saw beyond his, his, um, his weaknesses and saw a heart, a meek heart, a, a, a leader that will see beyond themselves and see the need of his people. Do we get that? So even, even um, Joshua, then this guy Gideon, when the angel met Gideon, Gideon told the angel that if you are for us, why then do these battles keep happening? So you see, it is art was a cry, a desire for change. And that was all God needed. And he just told him, go in this thy mind. So the mind there, it's not the physical mind, the mind there was a desire, the passion for change, the, the heartbreak he felt, saying, it's just suffer. That was all God needed. Somebody with, you know, someone looking beyond himself. Someone saying that the word needs me. Do you understand? When God finds that person, God empowers us. So, see in leadership, and for God to use you, you know it is character first, desire first, first being selfless. Then God sends the strength to get the job done. Glory to God. So, the one that God will use must, in a sense, must, in a sense, abandon all, pick up his cross, and follow Jesus. Again, the one that God will use must in a sense abandon all, pick up his cross. Pick up his cross. Not minding the shame, not minding the ridicule, the pain it brings. When when you are called to live, it comes with a pain. It is not always funny and rosy. You must be willing to pick up the pain. The ridicule, the the hurt, the abuse, the the, the, the people's entitlements. Their are rudeness too. He must be willing to bear the burden. That while helping them, they will abuse you. While preaching pray to them, they will call you to be mad. But the one that will serve God must be willing to pick up his cross and follow Jesus. And he must not love his own life even unto death. He must be, in a, in a sense, ready to serve to the end. See that Matthew 16, 24, 25 and also Revelation 12:11, 11. That the one that will serve at this point you know, should seek, you know, not to have his own life, but knowing that, you know, in, in doing all this, I could, in a sense, in a sense, lose my life, not life per se, lose time, you know, while helping people, um, lose reputation, yeah. People that, you know, they think being smart is being fearful. But you say there is faith and there is healing, and they say you are mad. So you must be willing to accept the of reputation of friends that come with being a Christian leader. Someone that, that God can use in these times. Alright? So you must be able to use your life to Jesus in the service. For God is in the generation. Then you will truly find life. When you are willing to let yourself go for Jesus, you will truly find life. And you will be able to say like Paul, for me to live is Christ. And to die is gain. Philippians one nineteen. Philippians one twenty six. Philippians one twenty six.
0: The life that I live is not my own. Philippians one nineteen. Yes, live and I will continue to rejoice, for I oh. know that through your prayers and the help given by the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For for to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I am to go on living with the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet, what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ. Which is, far better, which, is by, which is better by far, but it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain, and I will continue with all of you for progress and joy in the faith, so that through, all, through my being with you again, your joy in Christ Jesus will overflow on account of me. Look at
1: that. So he says, for me to live is Christ. To die is gain. So, so as long as I am on this earth, my life is all about Christ. So he says, I will choose to live, not for myself, but for you, for your progress and joy in the faith. Not living to amass wealth and to boil is good, right? But he says, my first priority is your progress and joy in the faith. This is how the believer that God will use in a time like this ought to see his own life. That right now, it is not about me. It is not about my pains. It is not about my need to be liked to appreciate it. But it is about them, their progress and joy in the faith. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. So he says, he's saying that I don't Esteem my life. What am my service to God? My service to God comes first before my says either in the body or away. I want to live glorifying God. That's so good. This is how we ought to live our lives. In the body, after the body, it should be Christ alone. And if it's Christ alone, the way we react in Christ is be different. If your life is about Christ, you will react in terms like this will be different. So, you must not, you cannot be used by God the way you want to be used and place your own life above the job to be done. Now, I'm not saying be reckless or be stupid, but I'm saying live a life of service and responsibility. At the very least, speak kindly and honorably you get my point here? At the very least, be kind and honorable. You don't have to air every thought in your head. Do you understand? If your thought will not bring faith, shut it up, lock it up, bin it. You don't have to air every thought in your head. In a time of fear, don't add what with speak faith. We have enough to make us scared already. you get We have all the Twitter and We have everything. We know how bad it is. We know. But can someone shine on the light? Can someone share hope? Can someone speak faith? Can the believer actually arise and speak God's word? Glory to God. The disciple can't afford to live an inward-focused life my life, what will I eat, what will I drink, what will I put on? These are the things that the unbeliever, the pagan, runs after. Matthew six twenty five thirty four. 34 Matthew six twenty five thirty four. 34 Glory to God.
0: Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Who is
1: speaking here? Jesus. With our, our master. Jesus. So it gives us matching orders. This is not a, not, not, not a negotiation or a suggestion. It's a decree. It is a command. It is a law. So it's telling us Do not build your life on what you will eat, what you will drink, what you will put on, how you are how you live your own twenty and not do anything for God. He said don't that's no that's not a plan for your for, for, for your life. You cannot live that. Said, that is how the pagans live.
0: Amen. Go on. Look 20. at the parents of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, And yet the heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Wow. Who of you by worrying can add the single heart to his life? <laughs> and why do you worry about clothes? See how the ladies of the field grow, they do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will it not much more close to you, O oh you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? or What shall we drink? or What shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So he said, your heavenly Father
1: knows you need these things. Your heavenly Father knows you need these things. And he says, if you will seek me first, all these things will be what? Given unto you. He's saying, he will give you. He will give you. He's saying, if you put your priority right, if I will come first, before what you think you need, before your personal welfare, personal preservation, if you put me first, he says, I will give you these things. He's saying, God is swearing over you to take care of you. God wants to care for you. God wants to care for you. Okay? So, we need at this time. See right now, how all these things are utterly quite meaningless, right? Turn your focus back on God. Turn your focus back to the service of God for a generation. The one that truly wants to serve God will serve its generation. Again, are you following me? The one that will truly serve God will serve its generation. So in these times, our truth must be not my will, but yours, Lord. Not my will. Not my will, but yours, Lord. When it is hard, when it is painful, when people talk, talk, talk against you, when everything just looks so annoying, right? It must be not my will. Not my will, but yours. I live for you, Father. I live to serve yourself a generation. Not my will, but yours. This will help you Stand whatever comes your way. Amen. This will help you be a faithful of God in these times. Not my will, but yours. Philippians two, one to three. Philippians two, one
0: to three. It says, "If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any fellowship." With the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain concept, but in humility, consider others better than yourself.
1: Take three again. Take three again.
0: Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain concept, but in humility, consider others better than yourself. So he's saying, don't put yourself first.
1: It's, life is beyond you. It's beyond you. Your personal opinion, your personal viewpoint, your comfort, your goals and dreams. He's saying, do nothing out of personal selfish ambition. Our your own church will be the best. world? No, no, no. He says, no, 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 no. It, it can't be that way. It can't be about you. Amen. He's saying prefer others to yourself. Put others first. That welfare first. Serve them first. Okay? People say love, love your neighbor as love yourself. No, that is Old Testament rule. Now it's love them as Christ loved them. Do you understand? That's changed. Before it was you first to then love them. But now it's love them even if it kills you. Yeah. Love them as Christ loved the church, and made his life for the church. Amen. So others confessed, meaning that in our dealing with the world, yeah, as the compassion, compassion, care, responsibility, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness. So even in sharing your opinion, can you be meek? Can you be gentle? Can you be kind? People are going through a hard time. Can you not add to it? Can you, can you, can you be can nicer? Can you see opinions gentler? Can you not fight them to hear you? Can you be peaceful? Can you bring can you be sort of open these times? Can people hear you and feel suited like that that that's so good. So even when they insult you, they attack you, they reproach you, your response is kindness, the love of Christ. Amen. So now, generation, we need direction. We need real leaders. The world needs you. You are the hero that will point them to Christ, the real solution. Glory to God. You are the light of the world. Christ was speaking to you. His church. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. He says of what value is salt when this is the saltiness? When you stop being of reasonable help in faith to anybody, what is the point of your existence? If all you can offer right now is common sense, that is not faith level light. Any Tom Deacon Johnson. Can offer common sense. Every, you know, Rafiu, Delo, and uh, Hawaii, you know, whatever, can offer common sense. The world needs more than that right now because it's not working. If common sense was working right now, we'd have ended it in China. But common sense is not so common too. So yes, so it's not working. So of course, common sense is good. I agree with that, but. The world has enough, enough people already sharing common sense. So can you add faith beyond common sense? Can you also share hope beyond common sense? Can you point them to God and say, I know who I serve is faithful? Yes. Can you tell one of them living in fear that I pray over you, you are preserved? Yes. Do you understand? People that are so scared, I tell them, I, I decree over you, say, I said this, you are preserved. Tell them that you are swearing them of your own God, that you are preserved. See, eat your chest with faith. That I tell you, you are preserved. See, you know why? It's important. Washing of hands will fail. Wash hands, though, but this is my point. You can forget. Or you can buy fake sanitizer. Now, in this season, I can show you there are many fakes. People are making it at home. Everybody is making it right now. And selling it. Out. Yes, sanitizer. There are many fakes. Fake and fail. And it's even airborne. Is it? I'm not sure yet. But, but, but some is. So, beyond the common sense, we have to preach hope. 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 And faith. Amen. So add to your common sense, add faith to it. Add your your precaution, sprinkle faith. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you know. Add your precaution, faith. Amen. Amen. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Your job is to shine out there. Glory to God. Your job is to reflect the light of Jesus. The one for whom and by whom all things exist. The one that lords over everything. Shine is light on people. It is the light we reflect to our world. He owns this world by creation and lords this world through us guys the world the God loves this world through us so this lordship only extends to the extent to which we, we we spread this lordship so God needs you Jesus is counting on you it is your job to kick out the oppression of this planet it's your job to kick out the devil's work off this planet it is your job is your matching order. When it says match match it says, don't I believe to if the sick it was giving you your job description. and it's your job to put them to flight in every place of yourself on the earth. It says, and the Lord worked with them. Meaning he could not work himself. He had to work with them. Meaning if they don't work, he cannot walk. So God is handicapped when believers are not doing anything. So God will see the world and the pain, the grief. But if you don't move, if you don't share faith and hope, God cannot. He just can't preach the gospel. He can't preach. So you are the hope of the world. Amen. Christ went about doing good, eating all were oppressed. Okay? That's job description. So this is not the time to fight one another. It's not time to fight or make silly jokes online. Can we be focused? Can we be mission critical? This is like when we, when we talk, This is emergency. This is what, like, whatever we're we right now. Is it code red? You guys call it. This is like code red. It's not time to make silly and just just puff about. Just you know, have, you know. I see online these days green. People post pictures green. Uh, kineko, kineko, blue. You know, we're just playing about. Hope you are praying, sir. Hope you are praying, or just hope you are, hope you are actually praying. Even cover it up with play. You know, people try people try to cover up prices with clay. You think you watch Netflix and problems just go away? Let's just watch Netflix. Ah, you are on break, no work, no kineko, kineko. Netflix password. Let's just Netflix and just. Oh God, that is not how faith lives. This is the time to build up your faith. Don't cry up with Netflix and chill. You are being responsible. If it's just chilling in your corner right now, just chill and wind away time. You are being irresponsible. Your job right now, feed your faith and share the faith with the world. Be responsible. You are at war. People are dying. You are fasting in your room, watching Netflix all day. Or just play playing play, play on Twitter. You know, green picture, blue picture. White picture. Can, can we get serious? The world needs you. The world needs you. It's dark out there. The world needs you. Ephesians 5, 8 to 16. The world needs you. The world needs you.
0: E- Ephesians 5,
1: 8 to 16.
0: For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord live as children of light for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness righteousness and truth and find out what pleases the lord have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness but rather expose them for it is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret but everything exposed by the light becomes visible for it is light that makes everything visible that is why it is said, Wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because these, the days are evil. Look at that. So he says, live as light.
1: Don't just live carelessly in this day. Don't just faff about in this day. Live as wise. Live as wise. Redeeming the times. Because the days are evil. This is not time to play about or just sleep in your house. You can't sleep for four months until the problem is gone. I be that's the point. Sleep for a month or two until the problem is gone. That's not to live your life. Just shut down and sleep. Okay? Be responsible. Be responsible. Amen. Be wise. Glory to God. Colossians 4, 5 and 6. Colossians 4, 5 and 6. Colossians 4, 5 and 6. Are we there? Colossians 4, 5 and 6.
0: Be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Look at that. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace seasoned with salt so that she may know how to answer every. look at us so it says
1: be wise in all you deal with outsiders see we can while we are together believers we can play some play we can make some jokes at least reasonable jokes right but we can reasonably even you know but when you are when we are in times like this and people need hope you can't spend your whole day playing He says, make the most of every opportunity. This means, evaluate how you are spending your day. How much hope have I shared with my world today? Who have I encouraged? Who have I encouraged? Who have I I shared Jesus' love with today? Who is hopeful today because I spoke to them, because I, I said something hopeful on my status, on Twitter? See, everybody online knows it's a crisis. You yes, understand? You're talking about it does not make them remember. You see, we all know. But can we have more hope-filled posts through you? Do you believe in Jesus at all? They can actually help us through this. They can heal the sick through you. Will you even try and tell people, you have any, any symptoms of fever or flu, or whatever? Can you just call me and I'll pray with you? That's your job. That's your marching order. Sometimes I don't right now, they can't kind of scared that, hey, is it Corona? There are people like that. Many. There are many. There's just a small flu. They are scared of it coronavirus. There are many. It's fear. Can people come to your DM and say, pray for me. I, I'm dealing with a fever. That's your job. Are you available for it? See, when all they see you talk about is fear, is dishonor, or whatever is to some doctrine, they cannot come to you with problems or solutions. When they see you too, so they even living in fear like them. You've canceled your influence. When you are as scared as they are, you've what? canceled your influence. Why not just you know, stand as hope in these times? Don't keep quiet. Don't keep quiet. Don't keep quiet. See, we'll remember not, not, not just the fight of our enemies. The silence of our friends. God is looking at you. Just quiet. Just quiet. And He's saying, I've put so much into you. All through these years, I've put so much into you. I've, I've invested so much into you. I've taught you through people, salmons, Lain of everything. And right now, I need you for your world. And just there, keep him quiet. And even fight what they're talking. We'll remember the silence of our friends. Amen. Amen. So turn on the light, people. Turn on the light. It's dark out there. Turn on the light. And Jesus. Is this life? Preach Jesus. Preach the full gospel of Jesus. People say all sorts. Preach the full gospel of Jesus. In the gospel is healing. He told them in Luke 10, as you preach heal, there is no gospel without power to heal. Preach the full gospel. Jesus the Savior, baptizer, healer, and coming king. Preach all in full, with a full chest. Jesus heals, saves, and delivers. 2 Corinthians 3, 4 Corinthians three
0: 4 Corinthians 3, 4 yeah. Such confidence as this is ours through Christ before God. Not that we are competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves, but our competence comes from God. He has made us competent as ministers of a new covenant, Not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, for the spirit gives life. Verse twelve. Verse twelve. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very
1: bold. Look at that. He has made us competent. He has made us competent. Is your competence? Is your strength? Is your boldness? So, since we have such a mystery in Christ, we are very bold. We are very bold. Not in ourselves. We stand bold in the Lord. We declare with boldness in the Lord. Amen. Chapter four, from verse one. Chapter four, from verse one. Chapter four, Second
0: 2 Corinthians four, one to twelve. Okay. Second Corinthians four, one to twelve. Yeah. Therefore, since since through God's mercy. We have this ministry. We do not lose heart. Rather, we have, we have, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are parents. You know what?
1: Take it in from verse 1. Let's all follow this, okay? It's very important. From verse 1.
0: From verse 1. Yeah. Therefore, since through God's mercy... We have this ministry. We do not lose heart. Rather, we have, renounced, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. Amen. We don't distort the, the word. word of
1: God. God. We don't downplay God's word. We don't downplay healing power. We don't downplay hope and faith in the word. We do not distort God's word. We only got to responsibly, faithfully, preach with your full chest, if you're not preaching it, you're not helping it. If you're not doing it, you're distorting it. Get fully involved with your full boldness. Get all in. Go on.
0: On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of Listen God.
1: He says, if we're not distorting it, they are presenting it, you know, plainly, carefully. So, Don't stop it means don't just keep quiet. Present the gospel in truth with a clear conscience before God. Don't just keep quiet. Preach the full gospel to your chest with boldness.
0: And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God. But we do not preach ourselves for Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as a servant for Jesus' sake. Please pause. We don't preach
1: our pastoral opinion. We don't preach our experience. We preach Jesus. So even if, you've not seen the before, but in the Bible, we preach Jesus. Amen. Amen. We don't preach ourselves. We preach Jesus. If it's in the Word, I will preach it. If it says he says the is dead, I will preach it. Amen. We believe first, then we experience. If we believe it, we'll preach it, he will see it. We don't preach experience. That, ah, I don't know. Because i am not, not telling it before. If it's in the Bible, we preach it. Amen. Preach the Word, not your experience.
0: Preach Jesus, not yourself. For God For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness. Right. May this light shine in our hearts to give us the light of knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus, so that the light of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we we, we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may be revealed in our mortal body. So then, death is at work in us, but life is at
1: work in you. What is saying? That we serve people as though we die by serving them. We serve even in the other condition. We serve to, like with whatever we've got. Like, like we have a death wish. That's what he's saying. We serve as if we have a death wish. We serve with everything. He says, we serve as though we die so that you will live. He's saying, even while we go through all this, he says, it's life. He's talking about our mortal body. So even though it looks as though we will die, but we don't die. We serve as though, as though we waste our lives, but we don't waste. Because we are at pressed not crushed. As we are not abandoned, crushed down, but not destroyed. So even though it looks like we are mad, but we are safe. It looks like we will die, but we live. It looks like we don't have sense, we have his wisdom. might look weak and pale, but there's power here. They, they, they insult us in that cheek. We look weak, but we are strong. We are strong. They curse us, we bless. So we look weak to the, to the world. We look powerless to the world, but we carry also passing power. Healing power. When they hurt you, you bless them. When they cross you, you you, heal their sick. We carry about his life in this jar of clay. This is who you are. When "When I am weak, that is when I am strong. When I look physically weak, exhausted with, with, with the work, in pain, abandoned by people, persecuted, rejected, um, broke, broken. So when I look weak, I am very strong. So he's saying, even in that bad weather, that bad condition, the power of God in me is even stronger. So he says, when I'm weaker physically, I'm stronger physically. So he's saying, even in my downness down, the power of God to heal, to save, deliver, raise the dead, is much, much more at work in me. So it means, I'm never out. I'm always turned on. Never out. Do you understand? So when everyone looks so hopeless, so hopeless, so joyless, when there is everywhere darkness, he says, when I am weak, that is when I am strong. Gone, 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 gone. So he says, I boast in weakness. I boast in them persecuting me, in the abuses, in the reproach, in even the hunger for his name's sake. The fast things, you know, the hunger, you know, when you have to go and do a job without any money for Christ. Says, I boast in these things. They call me stupid, I boast in it. They call me, call me it says, I boast in it. They say I'm mad, I boast in it. it says when I'm weak, I'm strong. I'm strong. Since I'm strong, not for me, for them. For them. It looks as though death are talking to me. So that life can be at work in them. So, it's about them, not me. They can call me names, I will yet serve them. They can ridicule me, I will yet serve them. They can be ungrateful, I will yet serve them. But I will never hide back. I will never hide back. One day, I will stand before Jesus that took the shame, the, the beating, the insults. I'm, I'm going to tell him that because he yaps me, I stopped. He will tell me, see, the name is still there, the old. He will show you the old. He will show you the old. That he was spat He was nailed to the cross. So I want to find an excuse. I will hear Paul's story. Paul will tell me it's in the Bible there. You read it. That I was stoned everywhere, shipwrecked, everything. All the insult, all the abuse. What would be the excuse? We live to serve. And real service comes when it's hardest. Amen. So the Christian life is a call to service. Serve your generation. Serve the generation. And David serve generation. Serve your generation. Show them Jesus. Preach Jesus with power. Luke 10, 9. Preach Jesus. With power. Not just audio gospel. but with power. Declare with boldness. Show them Jesus. The real gospel. The savior, baptizer, healer, and coming king. Also tell them, he's going to come back. He's going to come back. The coming king. He's going to judge. He's going to reward. Tell the believer that he's sleeping at work. He's going to come back. He's going to reward. He will question. ask questions. Listen to the reward. This is not the time to add your identity. The world needs you. Arise in this day and shine. Because God's light has come on you. This is the real time for saviors to rise. It's time to start. It's time to rise, rise. It's time to rise. Share hope, share faith. Be bold about it. On the airwaves, talk everywhere. Preach Jesus. Preach Jesus. Preach Jesus. Preach Jesus. Preach Jesus. Let me rise. Hey,
0: hope you were blessed by the sermon.